0: you guys are men you probably know like they like the same five things over and over so the youtube channel is really just my way of bringing people into the kitchen so they can watch me cook what i've been doing forever she's not cooking she's opening cans and boxes
1: All right. Welcome to another great episode of the Dre and Smiley podcast, the inner circle. We have a great guest on with us today.
2: Oh, we have an amazing guest. Her name is Maggie, the substitute teacher. And that's a little misnomer, but we're going to get to that because Maggie is a home cook And she's a girly mom of two boys. She loves to struggle cook social media recipes on her wealth and wellness journey. Now, when I went to her webpage, her YouTube channel, and you see these scrum delicious meals she's <laughs> creating, I need her to explain to me a little bit about what is this struggle? Because when I'm sitting there looking, I'm like, it doesn't look like you're struggling with all those tasty meals. So please, Maggie, please, first, if you could just tell us about who Maggie is and tell us about how you embarked on this amazing venture of cooking these mm-hmm. social media Oh, my goodness.
0: No, thank you all so much for having me. But yes, hi, everyone. I am Maggie, the substitute teacher, and I am not an actual teacher. I do work in technology. I'm a boy mom of two teenage boys, amicably divorced from their father. And I started a health and wellness journey where I cook sugar-free dairy-free, and gluten-free recipes. So I just take inspiration for from everywhere, what I watch on social media, the cooking shows, uh, what I would cook for the family. But for me, mm. I make the substitute versions of them. So that's why I'm Maggie, the substitute teacher.
2: So what do you find is your favorite dish? You say gluten-free, organic, seems like it's vegan type or healthy foods. But what would you say is your your specialty: steaks, ribs, chicken. Or-
0: <laughs> well, that's definitely. I'm not vegan. That's definitely not vegan. I eat meat, and sometimes there's the confusion because I avoid cow dairy, so I can have goat's cheese, a sheep's milk cheese, plant-based products. It's just something about the proteins in cow dairy that I'm sensitive to. Um, but I would say my specialty. I love breakfast: uh, pancakes, French toast, all you know, everything, scrambled eggs bake it, like all of that. And I just try to find ways to make it a uh, tasty and scrumptious as you would call it.
1: So Maggie, you're speaking my language, breakfast, French toast, pancakes. What time's the next cookout? What time should I be there? <laughs> 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 yeah, we can, oh, we can have pancakes and, and, and French toast for a cookout. We'll make our own new rules.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. There are no rules. We do uh, breakfast for dinner a lot here. Um, okay. And I cook every day. Anytime y'all are in the Atlanta area, you're welcome. I'm cooking for you, no problem.
1: Awesome. So you're the mom of two boys. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother also has uh, boys, three. Mm. And I always tease her and tell her that. Uh, God realized her full capacity, and that's why He blessed her with boys. <laughs> so, <laughs> is that what it is? That's, that's exactly what it is. That's, that's why she's so. That's, that's why she's as strong as she is today because of <laughs> all the torment we gave her growing up. So, in terms of cooking for boys, mm-hmm. tell me, is that, was that kind of maybe part of the uh, the genesis for? Being creative and your recipes and things like that. And then the second, the follow up to that is how do you cater to their palate? Because young boys, especially, you know, we can be mm-hmm, challenging mm-hmm, to cook for mm-hmm.
0: palate or uh, insatiable appetite. So, yeah. to answer your question, no, um, I don't get inspiration cooking for the boys because <laughs> you guys are men. You probably know, like, they like the same. Five things over pretty much and over. pretty much, and I get inspired by recipes, I keep all of the cooking channels on like on mute, I work from home, and so I would see these beautiful recipes, and I'd be like, Ooh, I want to try that, and they'd be like, Mom, can we just have spaghetti? and I'm like, for the five hundredth time, okay, I'll make spaghetti, um but so my inspiration comes from. Uh, what I follow and what I watch. Plus um, I've been corporate since college and I've been an executive in the amenities space. So I get a lot of inspiration as far as plating and presentation from that. Mm. But really my channel started as a way of me to kind of hold myself accountable on my health and wellness journey. It started with me just cooking privately and then I would post the finished product. This is what I'm eating today. And we all eat with our eyes first. so I would try to make it look really, really attractive because I wanted it. And then people would say first, like, did you make that? I was like, yeah, "Yeah, I made that. Right, right. Then they would come in the comments and say, well, how did you make that? And then I started typing, well, first you do this and then you do that. So the YouTube channel is really just my way of bringing people into the kitchen so they can watch me cook what I've been doing forever. I'm the daughter of a retired home science teacher. So Mm. I had a mom who cooked every day, and it's just how I was raised. Um, But a lot of times, diet food is. Kind of bland, and y- y'all know it just yeah. doesn't taste good. So right. I'm I'm here to enjoy uh, the journey, but specifically being a boy mom, and uh, they're 13 and 15 now, mm. growing. And uh, I have one that's in military school, and one that's an athlete. He's a swimmer, mm. and he's this big. But yeah. when I tell you that boy can eat, yeah. so I just make the plates and stand back. Um, <laughs> I cook whatever they want. <laughs> They eat their food then they're like, mom, what's that? And then there's the after dinner snack. And then the before the bedtime snack, it's just ridiculous. Anybody yeah. who's been around growing boys, you understand. So for them, um, good quality food, really just exposing them to different types of food. Mm-hmm. Um, always a vegetable and fruits on the counter. But yeah, you know, the carbs, the um, the pastas, the the pancakes, um, the spaghettis, the, the burgers, just homemade versions of all of that.
1: You know, it's interesting. So as you talk about that, I think about my own 15-year-old who I told when he was around 10, 9, 10, I said, get ready because all your life, until you're getting to your 20s, you're going to hear the same three things, which are, are you still hungry? Can, <laughs> <laughs> can, can you eat all that? And then the third was, where does it all go? And sure oh, yeah. enough, his appetite is just, it's, it's incredible. Crazy. I lived it You know, I was there. But seeing it is, is a whole other thing. Oh, um, yeah. I, I'm enjoying it. The, 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 the thing I tell him is, you know, if you're hungry, eat. Just don't mm-hmm. waste it, you know, because you, you don't want them to feel bad about, you know, having mm-hmm. an appetite. So that there is that. So think about that first meal you made when you realized, whoa, I have a gift. Tell me about that.
0: I still don't really think I'm that good. Here's the thing. So I grew up with the African Martha Stewart. You know, my family, I come from a family of immigrants born in Ghana. Mm. And my mom, well, growing up, we called it home economics, but now it's home science. Mm. And I'll be cooking with my mom tomorrow. And if you've ever watched any of the episodes on my channel where you see Cooking with Nana... Uh she's still, and I'm 47, she's Uh, still, Maggie, what's wrong? My dad, he says, he doesn't even believe that he says, Maggie, she's not cooking. She's opening cans and boxes. So this is what I get from my family. So I still don't think I'm that good, but I enjoy what I do. And when, Like I said, when I started just posting, this is what I was eating today, kind of like, okay, I'm going to get this weight off this is what I'm eating today. And people started responding. That looks incredible. Did you make that? That's when I started saying, Oh, I guess I'm not, you know, (laughs) horrible after all. So I just have fun with it. And I, um, I impress myself sometimes, but, um, I guess when I started getting the, uh, the response from people and the channel has helped too, because we all have different levels of, um, cooking. Some people are, um, Just really, really basic, and they don't even know where to begin. I'm all Mm. thumbs in the kitchen. So, um, you know, the teacher in me comes out when I'm explaining. So,
1: sure. And, Smiley, I'm going to pass back to here in one second. One follow up, Maggie, is what's one meal that, because you mentioned, you know, your parents are kind of like, ah, you know, you're opening boxes and cans. What's one meal that you made for them (laughs) where they were like, whoa, you got some skills here? And yeah,
0: I uh, would yeah. have to say jollof rice is very common West African food. Most of the African food is two components. There's a starch and there's a stew. So whether it's like a rice and stew or a plantain and stew or a yam and stew, um, but probably jollof rice, which is kind of, um if you think of a Spanish rice, kind of with the meat and the seasonings all together. I made that once and I didn't tell my dad because I've been cooking with my mom and he's like, oh, Maggie made this. You know, I waited for him to, finish and I said, "Dad, I made that." And he was like, "Let me get the pepto." And I was like, oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> "They keep
0: me on- humble." <laughs> oh man. Yeah. They
1: won't let
2: me be great. So.
1: I love your dad. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, me
2: too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so the question I have is like so my mother had two boys as well. I'm the youngest and my brother's the oldest, but she, my grandmother, unbeknownst to me, he was spending a lot of time with her in the kitchen. Mm. And as we were adults, he invites me over his house and he makes these amazing meals. And I'm like, how did you learn this? He's like, grandma, we call our grandmother nanny. Nanny taught me. I was like, she didn't teach me. So my question for you is, are you teaching your sons to cook? Or do they, Do one of them like it? Or do they, do they stand by your side? Like, mom, I want to learn how to make these, the spaghetti or whatever it is.
0: Absolutely. I mean. I'm very traditional, but I also feel that cooking is a life skill. You should know your way around the kitchen just for some basic things, even though my mom, uh, cooks for the family and I cook for the family. But to answer your question, yes. So I've had the boys in the kitchen with me since they were little. I'm also an Airbnb host and I had a guest who worked for HelloFresh. And so I got them started on the, those like meal in a boxes where there's the like literally color by number steps. And I would put one over here on this station peeling vegetables and another one over here. Um, but yeah, my, uh, my oldest, he can make his own ramen bowl. Um, I taught him how to make sushi, teach them how to make what they like. So usually what I do, you know, as mom, I serve, this is what's for dinner. And, uh, if they like it the next time they ask for it, I say, sure, let's make it together. Now, of course, mom, it, taste better when you do it, lazy. Yeah. They just want you to do <laughs> right, it. Right, right, right. They do know how to cook. They know how to fry eggs, poach eggs, um, uh, dice, uh, steam, uh, you know, fry, um, you know, with supervision. But yeah, they can cook.
2: I, I have a confession because my mother, and when we moved to Florida and I was in my 30s, and mm-hmm. she's like, all right. I said, "Mom, teach me how to cook. And she would get frustrated because I, I don't multitask well, and I would just I would have to cook one burner, yeah. then I cook the next burner, and then she's like, we don't have four hours to eat because I would eat whatever I cook once. And then she's like, I, it always amazed me. She would have the stove, the four burners, the microwave, all going at the same time, and it comes out all hot. She did, she's like, I don't want to take a meal and have to re-microwave it because you – so that was my biggest frustration, and she just like – <laughs> Do you You're find that was a challenge? Coordinating is the timing and the to get everything to stop at the same time or be ready to eat? Absolutely. And
0: that is definitely a skill that I had to master. I don't even know if I've mastered it. I watched my mom do the same thing and it was just magically delicious all at the same time. So it just comes with planning and knowing what are the components of the meal and then knowing which things you can cook in advance. Let's say if you're making a salad, you could put mm-hmm. that in the fridge, you know, just have that ready to go. Uh, also knowing which things can stay warm. So if it's a rice dish or um, any type of casserole or something that you can cook, and then it can just kind of stay warm. I always like to have like the main item hot off the grill. So if I'm doing fish, for example, or a steak or something like that, I'll have the sides already done because I still have to do them kind of time by time, but I do it in reverse order so that when the fish is ready to come out of the skillet, I'm plating and everything's hot and ready. So
1: Interesting. so two questions. One is mm-hmm. the, uh, the the obvious one, Maggie, the Substitute Teacher. Tell me about that name. How did that come about? And then we'll go from there.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. So again, <laughs> I started my YouTube channel. It's only been about a year old, but I've been okay. cooking for a long time. So when I decided to start this channel, I was talking to my best friend about it. And I was thinking something lame, like yeah. cooking with Maggie or okay. Maggie can cook. That's all I got. I'm not a creative person in that sense. Okay. And he said, nah, you're always doing stuff with these substitutes. Why don't you do something Mm -hmm. everybody can relate to, like Maggie, the substitute teacher. And I was Uh, like, I'm not a teacher, but okay. And it stuck and people love it. So that's how I'm Maggie, the substitute teacher.
1: Nice. So with with your social media, Mm -hmm. it's been around for about a year, you mentioned. Mm -hmm. What's the most common question that people have for you? about cooking in general? What's the one that just gets repeatedly asked?
0: Um, I don't know if it's repeatedly asked, but the comment that I get a lot is a lot of people don't love it. And um, I mean, of course, I get questions about how to save money, how to save time, how to meal prep. But when people watch me cook, you know, I'm singing and I'm dancing and there's a joy about it. Um, and that's just me. I know it's not for everyone, but I'm glad, especially having two boys, I'm glad that I enjoy it. Um, for me being corporate and having all the responsibilities of life, it's kind of my happy place. So sometimes people ask me or often people ask me, okay, if I don't love it like you do, what mm. can I do? Mm. Then I can give them some basics. You know, For example, uh, to pick two proteins for the week, if it's going to be beef and chicken, just cook those two down and then find different things that you can use with those proteins. So tacos or spaghetti or whatever. And And it doesn't have to be fantastic you know the kids and the people in my life are like yeah just it's all good to us we don't know what any of that stuff is so uh, don't put pressure on yourself to love it um because we all have um something that we're good at and something that we struggle with
1: sure sure the next obvious question for me is the balance so you mentioned that you work full time from home Mm -hmm. but then you also have social media that you have to create content for and mm-hmm. then obviously you have to, you know, cook for the family. So talk about the balance. How do you create that balance? What's the secret to that?
0: So, there's no secret. Get <laughs> up and do it every day. Um, I was very intentional. I mean, of course, there's lots of uh, YouTube channels or content based on all kinds of uh, topics, but I was intentional about cooking because that is something I do every day anyway. So I didn't. For me creating content is what's for dinner, or what do I want to make, or what recipe did I see that's full of flavor that I want to try and skinny down, if you will. Um, and I would be doing that anyway, even if I weren't streaming. So um, I work from home. That's been a huge help. Before the pandemic, I was in the office, long commute, ripping and running, all of that. And uh, I didn't realize how much happier I would be at home. So that's been a huge blessing. So literally, I finished my Zoom meeting of the day and then go into the kitchen and turn on my ipad and i stream i don't edit um i do have an editor who will do like thumbnails and you know like little clips and stuff for me but literally my page is probably like 99 percent live streaming okay. because i am not good at any of this stuff that you all do yeah. um and i was shocked i didn't think anybody would care but people really like the process and the way i explain what i'm doing has been helpful um, and then because the boys are older now, and if I'm being honest, you know, one, my oldest is living with his dad now because boys definitely need uh, men in their life and sure. we co-parent really well Um So uh, he lives with dad most of the time. And then my youngest is in an all boys uh, military school and he's in boarding school. So I have a little bit of an unplanned empty nest situation going on. So that has helped me to have more time. But uh, they'll be here when they come through believe me (laughs) Uh, it's different and they'll come on the screen with me sometimes you know you might see a hand come through and i'm like i haven't taken a picture of it yet so uh it's a family affair but yeah i just this is just how i live so it's just a window into my world i don't really feel like i have to create anything that i'm not
1: nice nice
2: Mm -hmm. so from the the title you mentioned struggle cook. um what, what recipe did you find, whether it was an African recipe or a, a Mexican recipe, what one did you find that was really challenging for you that says, you know what, this really was, this stretched me beyond my culinary skills because it was something that you didn't anticipate or does that ever happen or, yeah. or has it happened?
0: It's happened. And the struggle cook kind of comes from the struggle stream. I'm a student of the lead attorney and he always talks about how he struggle streams. And so I'm like, not only do I struggle stream, I struggle cook. Um, I tried to make a creme brulee and it's very simple. The ingredients, a lot of French cuisine is very simple, high quality ingredients. However, the technique is, it's difficult for me. It's like, you've got to make sure the eggs are at a certain temperature so that they're creamy enough, but they don't scramble. You got to cook the custard in a water bath and then trying to take the um, ramekins out of the water bath with tongs so they don't mess up. Knocked it over. Custard on me. Custard in my hair. Custard on the fridge. It was just... Yeah, it was, it's, I got a blooper reel and it's in the blooper reel on my page so, and people love that. You know, I'm so embarrassed because I want it to get, I want to get it right and I want it to be perfect. And people feel like, you know what, um, we'll we all get there or not. And I think that's one of the things that it's been a surprise for me because watching cooking shows that are recorded, you know, they put the perfect chicken in, they take the perfect chicken out, and then I try to make it, and I'm like, why doesn't mine look like that? And so having people, when I start, there's nothing on the counter. I'm going to the fridge to get ingredients, going to the pantry, and I'm like, all right, let's see how this goes. And they're in there with me. They're like, "Uh uh-uh, look at the video again. There's a cutting board there that wasn't there before. Uh So. It's, it's a community that we've built. So yeah. I
2: love it. Mm-hmm. Th- that's cool. So, when, when you, I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned the creme brulee because, once again, that's, that's something that it's like you said, it, it's, the ingredients are, are small, but it's, a, it's an art. So, would you say, with your experience, say, as of cooking and, and making these various recipes, would you say it's fifty-one percent art or fifty-one percent mechanical? And that's where, like, I, when I, I just go back to my story with my mom because I'm trying to—if it's—if it says 0.8 of an inch of salt, I'm going exactly to the measurement, and she's throwing stuff in. She's like, no, she doesn't <laughs> measure anything. She just, just. It was more art for her, whereas me, it was mechanical and I wanted to be exact. So (laughs) would you say you lean more to the art or the science or does it become more Art as you get experience.
0: I think the latter; it becomes more art as you get experience. Whenever I make a recipe for the first time, and my we call them scholars. My subscribers are scholars because I'm the substitute teacher. That's what they name themselves. I love it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we have oh gosh, we have the scholars. We have a cheat sheet, which is my list of utensils. We have a teacher's wish list, which is you know stuff that people buy and, and send my way. But the first time I make a recipe. I always follow it by the book because I'm learning. And I think that's important. Then once you get comfortable with the way you like your food, you can adjust seasonings. Everybody's stove is different. Everybody's kitchen is different. Uh, I'm a cooker. I'm not a baker per se. Uh, that's what the boys called me when they were little. Mom, you're a good cooker. Um, <laughs> so that's It just kind of stuck. Um But baking, you have to be precise. And it's kind of intimidating for me because, Mm. you know, I like to have fun with it. And Mm. if it's too technical, I get a little bit anxious and then i want it to be perfect because i'm live streaming it but you know sometimes i'm like okay well we tried and there have been some fails and uh people love it but then i'll come back to the next stream and i'm like all right we did it their way this time i'm doing it my way um, but yeah it does come with experience so i would encourage anyone who's learning uh, and that's what i share you know get the basics down know how to cook a, uh, and a recipe from each protein, a fish dish, a chicken dish, a beef dish, you know, or whatever you eat and then experiment as you go.
1: So Maggie, what's next? So it sounds like you're really enjoying where you are right now. You're able to have the balance that a lot of people, you know, strive for. Um, what's next? Do you plan on having this channel, your social media channels? Um, You know, for the next 20 years, you plan on doing all this cooking thing forever and ever. Um, Yeah. What's next?
0: Well, there's so much going on. So to answer your question, I mean, I will cook forever, God willing, as long as I'm able. My mom is over 70 and she still makes my dad's plate. So that's just the example that I have. And that's what I plan on doing. Uh, I would love to keep my YouTube channel. I've had a few viral moments. And so um, (laughs) my channel is getting a lot of exposure uh, but not from the cooking space. I will always be cooking. Uh, I was invited to do a cooking collab. And then after the cooking collab, uh, I was invited to a podcast, um, a live podcast that I didn't know what the topic was. And I didn't know who was going to be there. And it was about relationships. And because I'm very traditional and I don't really think it's anything that mind blowing, I said a few things that got clipped and went viral about just traditional roles in men and women. And, uh, so I'm now doing consults, uh, with younger women who maybe didn't have this example, um, because I'm old enough to have life experience, but young enough to be relatable. Mm. I do have a cookbook. Um, it's a digital ebook, so you can get the recipe. And then there's a video of me actually making it. I've been asked to do speaking engagements, um, Let's see. The consults. We're going on a cruise. We're going to have a Maggie meetup in the fall. Um, So, yeah. I mean, my channel, two months ago, I had 2,000 subscribers. Okay. Today, I'm approaching 35,000 subscribers. Wow. This is very, very new (laughs) for me. So uh, we'll see what the future holds, but uh, there will always be cooking as part of it.
1: And so- if you were to guess, and maybe you know, you don't have to guess, the significant increase in your subscribers came from a couple of those viral videos? Yes. Okay. Uh, so mm-hmm. there's that. And then also the cookbook. How can our listeners get a copy of that? Do you, oh should... my
0: goodness. I'll have to give you the link. If okay. you go to, it's on all of my social, but if you go to my YouTube channel, Maggie, the substitute teacher. Okay. Okay. And then you go over to the About Me section. I have all of my links there. How you can book a, a consult with me, uh, my cookbook. I also have a course um, because I was monetized on YouTube pretty quickly. Okay. Um, I just have a way of you know growing a community, and I share what I do there. Yeah, um, yeah there, there's uh, all of it is on the About Me tab okay. on my my YouTube page, and um, yeah, I think there'll be more. Um, relationship stuff too i now do like q a's ask me anything you know i'm no doctor i'm no um you know psychologist i'm no expert i'm just an older woman who's uh lived life and happy to share if it's helpful
1: nice so in terms of your meetups the cookbook the uh consults the speaking engagements do you have someone who manages those things for you or do you do that on your no. own as well <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's just me. Maybe one day, you know, I'll be, um, I'm going to need an assistant one day, the way things are going. And yeah. uh, I know it's coming, but right now it's me. That's why it's still a struggle. Yeah. Um, The long-term goal would be and is for this to be part of my exit strategy. Mm. You know, I've been in corporate since I'm 25, you know, I'm 47 yeah. mm. now. So um, in my 50s, I do believe I should work full time as long as the boys are minors, but you know, they're in high school now. So once they're up and out, uh, I would love to have my social media be part of my exit strategy in whatever form. Uh, Right now it pays for private school. So it's a great side gig and I love that and I'm grateful. Um, But as it grows, I'm definitely
2: going to need help. Well, that's, that's awesome. It's just, uh, when, when you think about your, two thousand to thirty-five thousand subscribers. So you're almost you're a social media celeb. But would you say your your majority of your listeners or followers, when you look at the demographics, is it mostly US based, Africa based, Asian based? And I asked that because we had a lady on and she's a seamstress tailor and we asked her about her following and she has people from New Zealand, Australia. She looks at the numbers and, and she was just like amazed that her reach was global. Mm-hmm. So, would you say your concentration of your representatives is mostly US or from all over?
0: I would say mostly US. However, I'm embarrassed to also say I don't look at my analytics. I know, I mean, there's some people that put up a video and they're like, how is it performing? What is it doing? when I'm done, I turn off the camera and eat dinner. Like for me, it's, it's, I'm even surprised at it, but I have glanced and, uh, mostly us. However, I do have people all over. We have Europe, we have Japan, we have Australia. Uh, we have, um, I haven't seen too much in South America and a little bit uh, of Africa, but what I've been really surprised at is my following can be anywhere from 50 to 70% male. And Mm. I was like, What are y'all cooking? And they're like, we're not. We just want to watch you do it. And I'm like, why? You know why.
2: why. You know why. Well, now
0: I know, but I honestly, that's how naive I am. When I started my YouTube channel, I thought my audience would be me. Moms, you know, busy working moms, trying to get a meal on the table for the kids, trying to keep their fitness in shape, but also like, you know, try to do it all that's who i thought would be interested in my channel and i have that but i also have um a lot of diversity in in age a lot of my audience is younger than me which is really heartwarming cuz you know i'm a boy mom so i don't have daughters so whatever i can impart that's helpful for young women um and then just a lot of people didn't have that traditional nuclear family mm. upbringing like i did mm-hmm. so it's fascinating to them to see me and my mom and the kids and talk about my dad. For To me, it's just normal. So I'm at a point in my social media fame, which I am not famous, but um, I'm really trying to I wouldn't say rebrand, but make sure that I address everybody who's found me because the community that I had just a couple of months ago, were all here for the snacks, right? And we were just doing food stuff and it was great. Then these relationship clips went viral and people were like, oh my gosh, tell us more about this. So I've had this influx of people who are now asking for relationship advice. And wow. I'm like, um, mm, I have a cooking channel, but Okay. You know, I mean, I'll tell people I was married at 25 and married my college boyfriend, was married for 10 years and loved being married. But I did. I got caught up in that modern woman mindset Mm. and thought, you know, I could do everything a man can do. And, you know, that doesn't last over the long run. So... Mm two boys from the marriage and uh, I don't regret it. Uh, It's amicable. Um, But since then, it it ended in divorce after 10 years. Mm -hmm. And then since then, I've been in a long-term relationship with a very traditional man Mm -hmm. who says what his expectations are and you either get on the program or you don't. Mm -hmm. And so for me, knowing that I didn't want the burden on me until I'm 65, I've had to do a lot of work to refine, work on my femininity, Mm. work on my speaking, just all of that. And I'm so much happier, but it was just my personal journey that I was doing for my own reasons. Mm. And when I started sharing that part of it, all of these people started coming and looking yeah. for more and more and more. So now I'm like, shucks, <laughs> I'm like, what do I do?
1: <laughs>
0: but uh, I am coming out with a femininity course, you know, based because I've wow. done a lot of work to refine for my own personal reasons. But what I'm realizing is that not only is there an appetite for uh, food recipes, there's also an appetite for um, the way a woman should carry herself. Mm. Uh the mm. way uh a woman should uh respect a man. Mm. Uh traditional roles and we are not equal, mm. we are equally valued, but I think we're very different and I think it's beautiful when we're together. Mm. So I'm starting to talk a lot more about that and cook.
2: Nice. Oh I, I love how they both come together because you know what they're and and I, I think also what is so cool is you said you're just you're gonna cook every day. So you just turn on the camera and you live stream. I, I didn't realize it was live stream no editing, which is so real. It's like reality reality streaming because it's all there and 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 uh, I'm sorry about the background, but yeah, it's just all there. That's just amazing. So Yeah. Um, one last question that I have is um as Dre mentioned, what's next in the social media and all that different things. But if you had a chance to say, all right, I'm going to focus all on the food or all on the relationship. Or maybe you're a swimmer and you like to swim or there is something you did or you like to, I don't know. What would be another sort of thing? You got relationships, you got food. What would be if someone says, here, you have infinite time what would you do with social media on and just something like your hobby or cuz once the what i thought was so cool is you said you were on a on a channel or you were on a, a pod and you said something about relationship and it just took off and it's like you know it's it, it wasn't even conscious it was just subconscious and something in the universe said we need this and people need that information and they gravitated towards that one thing and What's something that if you wanted it to, to go viral, I wanted to go viral because I have this amazing garden, or I wanted to go viral because I make this amazing—I don't know—I—I I, I work on a body. I, I have a hobby car, the Porsche that I've been rehabbing. What is that something that, or maybe it's your Airbnb? Who oh knows?
0: goodness, I know, and it's kind of confusing because there's so many facets of Maggie, but on that relationship podcast, again, I didn't know the topic. I didn't know the people, but it was about relationships and the conversation always when it just, it devolves just into this contentious, you know, everybody's standing on their square. And I'm like, why is everybody so angry about no women this and men this? And being a boy mom, I have just seen the way that You don't know, unless you've experienced it, how boys go through phases in life. And what I said that went viral, it's now got over 2 million views. It's pinned on my Instagram as well. I said, I think men do a much better job of checking each other because men see themselves in younger men. Women see themselves as younger women. Mm-hmm. And to me, it was this part of this two hour conversation. People were speaking. I was trying to land the plane. The men that I've talked to in my life, especially when the boys are running amok and I'm thinking, what is wrong with them? Do I need to get them tested? It's okay. I played with matches. I set the backyard on fire. I did all that. And I'm a VP now, right? So I'm like, okay, men can compartmentalize the phases of life. Women... Myself included, I still sometimes feel like I'm forever 16. You know, I try to be mature and whatnot. So that's the clip that went viral. So Mm. to answer your question, I always say I'm a small town girl with big dreams, and what I would love to do is be like a travel blogger and food blogger. Mm. I would love, like tonight I'm doing a stream and it's a dining documentary. I went to a steakhouse in Atlanta and I've always just taken pictures and people really like my storytelling. So I'm going to describe the whole dining experience. I would love to work with celebrity chefs. Sometimes like maybe don't yell at me Gordon Ramsay, I might start crying, but (laughs) I would love to, I've never been to culinary school. Like I am just a home cook, that's what I am. But I would love to travel different places, uh, taste the cuisine, um, learn the different techniques and flavors that are local to different regions, and then come back and blog about it. That would be my absolute dream. I love it. I love it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank so, you, you know, it's you know interesting, Maggie, as, as I was listening to you share your story, right? Mm-hmm. How authentic you are, how no. um, you. candid you are right because mm-hmm. initially when you were saying that you do consulting and do relationship relationship advice I was just thinking I wonder how that you know how that comes about
0: because mm-hmm.
1: you're a cook but then as soon as you shared your journey through getting married and having children and, and beyond mm-hmm. a light bulb went off I realized oh,
0: really? ah,
1: this you. is what everyone sees and says mm-hmm. hey let me learn more from her about whatever cooking relationships etc so it 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 resonates with me i i, I definitely see the, the value there so thank you here's a question for you what is one thing that most people don't know about you that you wish they knew
0: i'm not at i'm not as confident as people think and i often don't see what people see I'm still on a journey. I still mess up. I still work on um, the way that I present myself. I still work on the way that I cook. Um, I haven't arrived and um, I'm just as surprised as everybody else that anybody's paying attention (laughs) to what I have to say. I don't really think it's that mind blowing, but I do understand that people feel a connection and um, I do love uh, nurturing. Relationships and, you know, putting people first. So if it's helpful, I'll continue to do it because this is just me.
1: Love it. You mentioned not being confident. So my guess is that that's something that, or or not being confident, but you mentioned um, you're surprised at the level of attention that you're getting. So my guess is that you and your dad probably. Joke about that. I'm sure your dad teases you at some point, like, why are people looking at, you know, watching you open up a kid in a box? What's so exciting about that? (laughs) I'm
0: telling you, the kids, even the kids, the swimmer and the military. I remember when I said, boys, I'm going to start a YouTube channel. And my oldest was like, You?
1: Right, right.
0: People want to watch you eat my dinner? And I was like, (laughs) Then when I got 1,000 subscribers, I was so excited. He was like, did you fall and go viral? (laughs) Like,
1: this is my family. So
0: these are the people that are around me. Then when I went viral, he was like, are you buying subscribers? Like, they won't (laughs) let me be great. Like, they don't believe I can do anything. So.
1: Right, yeah, they're 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 some, yeah. some consciously trying to push you. That, that's that's what they're doing in a uh, creative way. I can't believe you won't be able to do this, and then you know, subconsciously, <laughs> you're like, "Watch me, watch watch mm-hmm. me do my thing."
0: Exactly, exactly. And <laughs> when my channel gets monetized, then they're right. like, "Oh, you know, right. we were here all along." Right.
1: And by the way, I need some new Jordans. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. We're going to move into the final four, and I think I'm going to put a little twist on the final four. I'll tell you, usually the final four is alive or dead, who would you want to have dinner with? You're at one chair and the other three chairs, who would you want? But the twist that I'm going to put on it, since you're a chef, uh, a home-taught chef and a culinary expert, who would you want to be? Who are the three, four representatives you would love to cook dinner for? oprah obama who would you want to serve and why because and of course you get to eat with them
0: oh my goodness this is so hard so um yes i will say uh oprah obama and martha
2: stewart oh mm-hmm. wow mm-hmm. through martha in there and why
0: um I've always compared my mom. I've called her the the African Martha Stewart, and uh, I would love some honest feedback from someone who's done it all.
1: Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Okay.
2: And Obama and Oprah? Well- Why those two?
0: Well, you know, I mean, Oprah- <laughs> Some people have said um, Maggie the next. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even compare myself, but I know her story. Um, I've watched her masterclass. I mean, we grew up watching Oprah, and I know, like me, on the inside, she's a simple, small-town Southern girl, and you always keep that part of you even though other people are like, you're amazing. And when you get to see Oprah in her natural environment, a lot of that comes out and she's quirky and she's just, she's just who she is. So I can relate to that. And, uh, you know, Obama, I'll say Michelle Obama. Because I didn't say which one. Uh, okay, okay,
1: okay. Mm-hmm. You clarified. Okay, because uh, I, I was thinking yeah. about Barack, but okay.
0: Exactly. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> exactly. Okay. But I would say Michelle Obama. Um, a lot, like Oprah. A lot of people got to know her um, after she became first lady. But I'm a huge fan, especially her book. You know, Becoming. She yeah. talks about. I love anyone who comes from humble beginnings. Mm. You know, I'm the daughter of immigrants. We came to America when I was one. You know, mm. my dad worked at the Piggly Wiggly. My mom worked at Ryan's Steakhouse and now they have PhD. So mm. I just love the story of um, being the underdog and persevering, especially for regular women, because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we're not all tens.
1: Love it. Love it. Yeah. What's been your greatest success?
0: Oh my goodness, just surviving with these boys. I know it's kind of like, oh yeah. But, um, in all honesty, keeping the family unit, I mean, divorce is hard, and I didn't, you know, I, I'm not proud of that but I am proud that my ex-husband and I co-parent so well a lot of the kids mm. teachers don't even know that we are divorced you know mm. we are a family unit uh, we talk all the time drop-off pickups you know we we work together the boys know that we are still mom and dad the in-laws are still you know forever family and mm. so uh, it doesn't have to be ugly even if the relationship doesn't work out if you put the children first um, it's just better for everyone so I very proud
2: of that awesome and so what would you say is your superpower Hmm. something that's uniquely you that's your superpower superman flies the hulk has his strength the flash is fast what is maggie the substitute teacher superpower
0: i have a joy and I have a peace and I always come back to center. You know, people ask me, do you yell? Do you get mad? Of course, I'm a mom, but I don't stay mad. And so I can get over anything and I've been through some things. So I'm able to communicate how I'm feeling and I'm, all, I'm also able to say, OK, I need a day or I need a week but I'll be back. And I think that just comes from a, from a maturity um, that you can just let people know. um, I just need some time right now. And then I do come back and I move on.
1: Mm. You know, it's interesting, uh, Maggie. So Smiley all his life has had the name Smiley, right? Because you know, he smiles a lot. One of our listeners told me, she said that when I heard his voice,
2: Mm. it
1: sounds like he's smiling. With you, your joy, you mentioned that you have a joy, it shows through. Like as you're talking with us that we've been on, you know, this entire time, your joy shows and your passion shows through. So yeah, that that uh that makes sense to me. Um last question. So you've been you're you're busy, you have a lot of irons in the fire, you've balanced it all well. In my mind, there's a book coming. What would the title of your autobiography be?
0: The title of my autobiography, um, Maggie, Um, I would just say a small town girl with big dreams.
1: Love it. Love it. Wow.
2: Maggie, the substitute teacher with... Big dreams and small. Coming from a small town, we really appreciate you being here. I, I, I mean, like Dre said, you have an aura of joy. I mean, and I've been smiling like a chessy cat since you've been speaking. And it's it's like your your joy is infectious, contagious. So, mm-hmm. thank you. And, and you know what? I'm it's on my list. I'm gonna go and uh, start watching since you're doing live streaming. Because when I saw them, I'm like, man, they always cutting and editing if it's live. I can follow. I'm going to follow you and start making some meals. But uh, thank you for being on the podcast. We really, really appreciate you. And thanks for taking the time.
0: You are most welcome. I appreciate that. Y'all can find me on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitch streaming as Maggie the Substitute Teacher. And tomorrow I'll be cooking with Nana. So you'll be able to see her put me in my place.
1: I'll, I'll I'll just add to that real quickly. You know, some some guests we have, it's kind of like, oh, that was a good interview. I really enjoyed that. Others we have, it's like, whoa, where can I, you know, hear or see more about what's going on in the world? You're one of those. So yeah, I'll be Mm -hmm. uh, stalking you on Instagram, YouTube, and, and, and everywhere else. Much success to you going forward.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. And there's always something I'm figuring it out as I go. Uh, I do stream every day. So tonight I'll be doing a dining documentary and tomorrow I'll be cooking. So it'll be a little bit of a hodgepodge, sometimes food, sometimes relationship, but I'm there every day and I appreciate it.